a grizzled veteran of two decades of Democratic Party politics. His body, a compact bundle of energy with a thatch of thick brown hair combed across a high forehead, his shirt soaked with sweat. Noble gave off a faint body odor. He told someone he was going to the bathroom. That was twenty minutes ago. Try his cell. Long's eyes smoldered with frustration. It's going straight to voicemail. We have people posted at every entrance in the hall. We sent someone to the DGA suite to see if he went there, Noble said, using the acronym for the Democratic Governors Association. You better find him, and I mean right now, ordered Long. They were counting on Tinford to deliver critical votes in the South. He knew the Credentials Committee report was coming to the floor, right? Absolutely. I spoke to him two hours ago, and he was ready to go. He'll show predicted Long, sounding as if he were trying to convince himself. I've known Terry for thirty years, since we worked together on our first campaign. He wouldn't stab me in the back. We're on it, sir, Noble assured him. Long rubbed his chin, deep in thought. He had no illusions about Tinford, an ambitious, two-faced climber. Tinford, no doubt, believed it should be him, not long, now standing thirty-nine delegate votes from the Democratic presidential nomination. But if Tinford started playing games now, at the eleventh hour, he would commit political suicide. He had endorsed Long and helped him win the Tennessee primary. Was he trying to miss the credentials vote, hedging his bets? It was a distinct possibility. That would be classic Tinford. Betrayal was part of the game. But Long reassured himself with the thought that Tinford wasn't smart enough to pull it off. He was a lieutenant, not a general. Noble rushed off, sick to his stomach, his heart racing, his mouth dry as cotton. He smelled a rat. Five blocks away, Secret Service agents in dark suits guarded the door to the presidential suite at the Drake Hotel. Inside sat the senior senator from New Jersey and Senate Majority Leader Salmon P. Stanley. His wife and two teenage daughters watched the convention in an adjoining room, respecting his need to be alone at this time of high anxiety. The only sound in the room was the muffled hush of air conditioning and the barely audible television. Stanley had the thermostat set to the approximate temperature of a meat freezer. Two raps sounded at the door. Michael Kaplan, Stanley's campaign chairman, glided into the room with breezy confidence. Tall and lanky, he had the build of a long-distance runner. But age had taken its toll. The soft flesh around his jowls beginning to sag. Wrinkles creased his leathery face. His jet-black hair had turned gray at the temples, highlighting piercing black eyes that seemed to bore through people. Senator, we have a breakthrough on the credentials report. He paused. It's a little dicey. What is it? asked Stanley. We've been talking to Terry Tinford through an intermediary, related Kaplan. But he's a long man. He drank the Kool-Aid, didn't he? objected Stanley. He did, Kaplan paused. But it seems he would like to be vice president. I can't commit to that. Stanley shot back, eyes unblinking. Of course not. Kaplan looked at the ceiling and exhaled, his mind maneuvering in tricky waters.
But the credentials report vote is too close to call. We're up eight votes with 113 undecided. We're twisting so many arms you can hear bones snap, but we've hit a wall. Tinford might break it loose. What do you think? asked Stanley. Kaplan knew the drill. The boss wanted his unvarnished opinion. Senator, this is an opportunity to take a key state right out of Long's hide. It would be a devastating psychological blow. A border state centrist and a governor bailing out on him the night before the nomination. He paused to let the full weight of the opportunity sink in. The credentials vote will decide the nominee. This is for all the marbles. Stanley sat silently, eyes narrowed. The crow's feet around his eyes crinkled, and the worry lines on his forehead deepened. He wore a blue coat and red striped tie, as though at any